the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We can't come tell Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Nesimus ran away from Philemon because he stole some money. And while he was in Rome, he met Paul and became a believer. Nesimus became very committed to the Lord and helpful to Paul. There is even a testimony or a commendation for him in Colossians 4 from verse 9. Colossians 4 from verse 9. He says, with Onesimus, a faithful and beloved brother. This is after he became a Christian, you know. He said, Paul in his letter to the Colossians said, Onesimus, a faithful and beloved brother, who is one of you, they will make known to you all things which are happening. A faithful wow, and beloved brother. He didn't call him a slave. He didn't call him any other. A faithful and beloved brother. You don't just call somebody a brother. He didn't see him as you know, a nobody. He saw him as a brother. He saw him as a brother. Paul would have kept Onesimus with him in Rome, but because he was mindful of his relationship with Philemon and the poor relationship between Philemon and Onesimus, he decided to send Onesimus back to Philemon, his master. If we look at the contents of this letter, it shows a great relationship between two people, between Paul and Philemon. This good relationship was definitely built by good communication between them. Help them to know and understand each other. If you look at what Paul says of Onesimus in verse 21, Onesimus, Paul says something of Philemon in verse 21. What Paul says of, of uh, Philemon in verse 21 of Philemon. Say, having confidence of in your obedience, I write to you, knowing that you will do even more than what I say. Having confidence in your obedience. You don't speak of somebody like that unless you know them. No. I have confidence in you. I have confidence in him. You know, I know him. I know him. He will do this. This is what he's going to do. I know him. So this really shows that this was a good relationship between them. And you don't have a good relationship unless you have good communication. So they had good communication. They had good communication. In verse 22, we have a picture of the good relationship between them. He said, but meanwhile, but meanwhile, in verse 20, he said, but meanwhile, also prepare a guest room for me, for I trust that 
that through your prayers, I shall be granted to you. Wow. Say, I'm coming to your house. Once I'm released from prison, I will come over. Prepare a room for me. You don't say to somebody to prepare a room for you in their house if you don't have a good relationship with them. Again, this was a good relationship between Paul and Philemon. The tone of the letter throughout, if you read this letter very carefully, the tone of the letter throughout shows the great relationship between them. Paul referring to Philemon as a friend, as a friend, as a brother, as a fellow laborer, as a son, and as a partner. In verse 1, if you look at that in verse 1, it says, Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus, and Timothy, our brother, to Philemon, our beloved friend, our beloved friend and fellow laborer, our beloved friend and fellow laborer. So that's the way he referred to him here, as a beloved friend and fellow laborer. Fellow laborer is like a co-worker, a co-laborer. Now, if you look at verse 7, it says, for we have we have great joy and consolation in your love because the hearts of the saints have been re- refreshed by you, brother. Have been refreshed by you, brother. So he called him a beloved friend, a fellow laborer, a brother. If you look at verse 17 again, he say, if then you count me as a partner, as a partner, receive him as you would me. If you count me as a partner, you know, this one is very different. Not just as a friend, not just as a co-worker, not just as a brother, but as a partner, as a partner. Oh, wow. That's serious. Then verse 20, you refer to him as a brother again. Yes, brother, let me have joy from you in the Lord. Refresh my heart in the Lord. This is very, very important. A great relationship can usually be described in more than one way. If you have a great relationship with somebody, it can usually be described in more than one way. You will say to somebody, oh, she's my friend and my sister. She's not just my friend. She's also my sister. Oh, she's not just my friend. She's also my my wife. Amen. So a good relationship is usually described by many, we are in many ways. So Paul described Philemon as a brother, as a friend, as a fellow laborer, as a partner, as a son. He said, okay. he, because he was one of his one of his converts. So again, we see that they had a good relationship. They had a good relationship. Communication that fosters good relationships has to be with liberty. Listen to this very well. Communication that fosters good relationships has to be with liberty. It has to be real and true. If you look at verses 17 to 20, I mean, you, you see it throughout this letter, but if you just look at verses 17 to 20, you say, if then you count me as a partner, receive him as you would me. But if he has wronged you, or owes anything, put that to my account. I, Paul, am writing with my own hand. I will repay. Not to mention to you that you owe me even your own self besides. Yes, brother, let me have joy from you in the Lord. Refresh my heart in the Lord. Wow. That's a communication with liberty, with freedom, real, you know, without, without drama really expressing himself 
to, to Philemon and talking freely. So communication that fosters relationship has to be with such. Many times when we are just meeting each other, when we are just getting to know each other, it's not like this. Because everybody puts up what? A wall. Everybody puts up some kind of defense. We don't want to sell ourselves out. So we don't talk. So we don't say anything. So we be careful. We are careful with our words. We are careful with what we say because we don't want to offend. And we don't want to be offended. <laughs> All of that is good. All of that is good. But it's, really, it's wise to do that. It's wise to do that. Because you don't know each other. So you don't know how to talk to each other. You don't know how to communicate with each other. If you knew each other, it would be different. But because you don't know each other, yes. It's okay. It's okay to talk like that. But if that relationship is going to become better, if that relationship is going to be good, you're going to have to, over time, in the process of time, get to know more of each other. In the communications that you have, in the interactions that you, you, you have, hopefully messages are being received. And hopefully they are clear messages. Because sometimes also, again, because of the complexities of communication, the emotions and the feelings and the experiences, it could be difficult. But if you are able to continue in that relationship, you become more free in talking, in communicating, in being yourself, in being yourself, instead of putting up a wall. So, but here... With Paul and Philemon, you can see the freedom with which he talked, the freedom in which he wrote. It was not a new relationship. It was a relationship of trust, a relationship of love that they had developed. So he was able to talk freely. So communication that fosters good relationship has to be with liberty, has to be real and true. Communication between two people may be very difficult, because of relationship wounds, past wounds. Paul did not just send Onesimus to Philemon, saying, go talk to him yourself. Instead, he wrote a letter and sent some people to accompany him to appeal, to appeal, even in the family. I remember growing up even, you know, with my own family too, especially growing up, when you would do something to find uh, my dad, you know, and uh, you are under discipline. Then my mom will come around and plead for me. Sometimes that will not work. So after some time, the neighbors will hear about it. So the neighbors will come and plead for me because <laughs> I can plead for myself. So my mom will come and plead. And sometimes that will not work. And the neighbors will come and plead, especially visitors that come to the house. Ah, why, why are you looking like that? Why are you like that? Did, did he do something? What happened to him? Oh, he's under punishment. And no, they will not plead. And please forgive him. Let him go. Amen. So sometimes we need an arbitrator. We need a facilitator of communication, a facilitator of relationship. And this is what Paul did here. This is what Paul did here. Paul wrote a letter and gave it to some people and sent Onesimus to Philemon. And in the letter he said, I appeal to you for my son Onesimus. Verse 10. I appeal to you for my son Onesimus, whom I have begotten while in my chains. Now, choice of words 
matter a lot in communication and in relationship. Choice of words matter a lot. It can either make or break your relationship. Again, verse 10, I appeal to you. Not, I want you to take him. Just take him. No, I appeal to you. I beg you. Please. Oh, please is a powerful word. Please is a powerful word in relationship. Please. I beg. <laughs> I beg you. It's a powerful word. It calms the other person. But the scripture says what? A soft answer turns away anger. A soft answer will appease even the king. So somebody is outraged. Somebody is enraged. Somebody is angry. Say, please, brother. Please, sister. That will be like water on the fire. And then you can engage. So Paul says, I appeal to you for my son. Not just I appeal to you for Onesimus. I appeal to you for my son. Wow. Not just I appeal to you for Onesimus. I appeal to you for my son. Choice of words, very important. For my son Onesimus. He is my son. And in my son, my son that I be God while in James. Ah, that's even put another another color to it. A son that I begot while in jail. So it's a special son. It's a special son. So please take him. Consider him. Even though Paul did not use the word forgive here, basically he was saying forgive him. It's a message of forgiveness. It's a message of reconciliation. And when we're talking about you no know, relationship, forgiveness is always part of it. In fact, I don't think there is any good relationship that will not have forgiveness along the way before, even after it's already a good relationship, I mean, uh, forgiveness will still have to continue. Amen? Very, very, very important. Communication that promotes good relationships is conversational. It's conversational. It's a two-way street, a dialogue. Though we don't have Philemon's response, it can be inferred from what Paul himself wrote about him in verse 21 that we already read. Verse 21, I say, having confidence in your obedience, I write to you, knowing that you will do even more than I say. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.